Thanks for checking out the Airborne Youth Podcast. This week you'll be hearing a teaching from Ben Evenson. In your face! We are going to get in your face. What? In your face. Sorry. Sorry, I'm so educated and stuff. I can't say yo. Anyway, no. In your face. We are going to get in your face and talk real and serious about who the heck you are so that you stop acting like who the heck you're not. You with me? Because there is a real deal identity crisis in our culture, specifically even in the Christian world, where we're starting to be these little pushover pansies who don't actually stand up for anything. Gosh, I'm angry about this. Anyway, no. So, but it is, it's like this, like, we're in this crisis where we're like, oh, well, I know I'm a child of God, but I'm going to be really afraid of everything. And I'm going to whine about everything. And we're going to, like, post mean Facebook about everything we disagree with. But really not have a conviction in our heart to actually stand for anything because we're a little bit confused about who we are. And we're all in that, in whatever level. We all have a little bit of an identity crisis because we all could use a little more revelation about who we are because of what he did on that two-stick thing they put together and nailed him to it. It's just a fun way to say cross. (laughs) Just in case you lost me, all right? No, okay? There's something so significant about what occurred on that cross. And I want you, if you have a Bible, you can open it. Ah. And who Jesus is that will blow our minds all the time. Go to John chapter 1. Do you guys have it? Anybody have a Bible? You don't have to. I'm going to read it anyway. But it's good to bring your Bibles to church. Okay. And since they're on your phone, it's real easy. Do it. Okay. All right. I'm going to try to blow through these passages. This passage really good. Most of this you've heard before, but there's so many really cool things in it that I'm just going to go through. It's like 12 verses. Okay. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Right? Yes, he was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Right? Just do it, right? Anyway, it's just light, okay? There was a man sent from God whose name was John. You remember that? He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe he himself was not the light. Speaking of John, he came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and though the world was made through him, the world did not even recognize him. He came to that which was his own, his people, right? And his, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become what? The children of God. It's really profound. Really profound. You who believe on his name and receive who he is, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, was with God at the beginning. He is 100% God have now been given the right, the privilege, the adoption 
to become children of God, sons and daughters of God. Tell me something. How do you behave when you get home from school? You arrive home at your house, right? Most of you, I'm sure all of you, walk up the front steps and ring the doorbell. Right? What? PJ does? Oh, man, rebel. Well, you're a homeschool. Yeah, right, okay. Jeez, right? When you come back from BMXing, okay, right? Okay, he rides his bike. I get it. You, do you ring the doorbell? Do you knock and say, you know, hey, can I come in, mom, dad? Is that okay? No. You got the garage code. You know the way where the, you know where the hidden key is. You have all access, 100% invitation into your home. Why? Because you're a member of the household. Because <gasps> your mom or your dad, your parents own it or lease it or rent it or whatever it might be, right? It is your place. For me to come to any one of your homes and just walk in the door, take off my shoes and head to the fridge would be weird and very inappropriate because I am not a son or daughter of your household. But here's what happens within our Christian world sometimes is we live as though we're like, orphans before God and we start to just like not really believe that we're actually belong there and we're like God please would you you know like if we get really shy and scared and we I don't want to knock what if he doesn't want me you know like what if he slams the door in my face right and we start believing that we're orphans because like seriously most of your parents are probably pretty good people, but if like an orphan came up and just walked into your house, right? It'd be like, what's going on? There's a stranger in our house, right? Someone who's not part of your family. They don't have to be an orphan, but do you get what I'm saying? Someone who's not part of your family walking in. It's like, wait, there's something off. But when you walk in your house, there's nothing crazy about that because you belong there. And that's what I want to encourage you with this reality that you truly are sons and daughters of the most high God who made you part of the family and you are completely belonging in that place and in the presence of God. Now listen, there is an honor for your parents, right? Hopefully you don't walk in the house, punch a hole in the drywall, dump chocolate syrup all over the carpet and take a can of spray paint to the bathroom wall. Just because, oh, I live here. It's my house. No, there's some part of the honor of, yes, you walk in with boldness and you know you're a welcome there and you know that all that's there is for you. You don't ask permission to get a drink. You go and get a drink because you're home, right? But there's definitely an honor in the presence of your family's home. And I don't care if you go buy a house someday and you want to spray paint the walls, go party, right? But I think we all understand that doing that to your parents' home, even though it's your own, dishonoring the authority of your home is screwy. And it probably leads to crazy consequences you don't want, right? Or any of you totally have freedom to spray paint your house. Probably not to no, know, especially not where you live. I know where the not, right? Isaiah's like, I do. No, don't. Anyway, okay. Anyway, but 
Do you follow what I'm saying? We start to behave and live as Christians fearful of God, but there's then, then there's the other extreme where we start to go like, yeah, well, God's my father, and it's okay, and he's going to forgive me for anything. Yeah. And we lose honor because we don't understand that we're children. We suddenly start to think we're the father. And we take license on behaviors that are not acceptable for where we are in our lives because we are children under the boundaries and the authority of our heavenly father. There's something so freeing and wonderful in that place because there's a great deal of protection that goes in living under the authority of a father. Because we all are fearful of an eight-year-old girl living on the streets. Why? She's not protected. She's not guarded. An eight-year-old girl living in home with her parents, we're like, yeah, that's great. That's good. Even living on the street with her parents is better. I mean, we don't want that. But there's something about the protection of a father and, a, and of parents and authority in your life that puts you in a place of protection and safety that allows you great freedom. And we need to learn that as children of God, there's a place of massive freedom because we're covered by the authority of God. And when we live and walk in honor toward the authority in our house, we experience a greater level and realm of freedom in our lives. Does that make sense? Are you tracking with me? Or am I all over the place? (laughs) I usually am. It's pretty good. (sighs) So are you children of the most high God? Like there's, He said, you will have trouble in this life. It's part of the gig, okay? He promises better down the road. But he said, I have overcome the world so the world will not overcome you. The darkness has never overcome the one who brings light. Your father, your authority that covers you. Stuff's gonna come your way. But living in your identity and understanding who you are, both above the world and under the covering of your father and the authority of God, puts you in the most free, safe, protected, and stable environment you can ever imagine. Above the world. You are, are above what is coming at you. You are living with, a, with an authority of your father over the things that are attacking you. You're protected. But you're also under an authority that you honor and you respect and you give what is due in that respect and in that honor in the way that you treat. And you don't come before God and be like, well, I'm going to do whatever I want. I know God's going to forgive me. Because you know that would mess up your home environment. You do whatever you want, and you just think, oh, my parents don't care. I doubt that happens. Really, I think your parents would all throw down and get in your face pretty quick if you spray-painted the walls just because you were mad, right? I'll do what I want. No, you won't. (laughs) You know what I mean? Even the most unstable home environments have an understanding of honor and authority and what you do and what you don't. Yeah. This podcast was recorded live at a Wednesday night youth meeting. To find out more, check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching Airborne Youth.